uh, these results that we just published, Maurice, would rank in the top hits for any copper project in the U.S. or Canada for the last several years. Joining us for a conversation is Greg Johnson of Metallic Minerals. Mr. Johnson, welcome to the show. Well, it's great to be back, Maurice. Well, great to have you back on the program as Metallic Minerals has just released some extremely impressive assay results coming from the high-grade bulk tonnage La Plata project, which already hosts almost 1 billion pounds of copper equivalent and 15 million ounces of silver. Before we begin, Mr. Johnson, please introduce us to Metallic Minerals and the opportunity the company presents to shareholders. Well, Maurice, Metallic Minerals is an exploration development stage company that's focused both in the Yukon and in the, in the famous high-grade Keno Hill Silver District next door to Hecla Mining, who took over Alexco recently, uh, as well as in the historic high-grade silver gold La Plata District. And um, those two projects uh, we're just starting to, to really highlight for investors, but are, are really demonstrating what world-class assets those are. Well, let's go on site, Mr. Johnson. Please take us on to the La Plata and reacquaint us with the project, and in particular, the highlights from the resource estimate published last year. Yeah, so it, we've only had uh, the La Plata project since uh, late 29, uh, 2019 we acquired it. Uh, 2020 was our first uh, field program starting to put together the comprehensive approach that we take to exploration in terms of developing all the layers, geophysics and geochemistry, and really understanding what we've got. First drilling in 2021, and then the follow-on round that we just completed now. But effectively, this is a high-grade producing district. There were over 90 different mines and prospects in the La Plata district uh, that had production through about the 1940s, from the 1800s to the 1940s. Then we saw Rio Tinto come into the district shortly after World War II and, and really recognized there was a porphyry system. So one of these magmatic, intrusive driven systems that host some of the biggest copper deposits in the world that centers this district. And that was what was driving those high grade veins. They did some drilling. A, few, a little while later, we saw Phelps Dodge, which is now Freeport, come in and continue that drilling. And Freeport held on to the project all the way until the bottom of the copper market cycle uh, back in in uh, 2002 when it got picked up by two astute investors who brought the project to Metallic Minerals. With these two rounds of drilling by Metallic, we have really highlighted that not only do we have a system here of exceptional scale measured in kilometers, but it's got some of the highest grade of this kind of porphyry system in the industry. In fact, uh, these results that we just published, Maurice would rank in the top hits for any copper project in the U.S. or Canada for the last several years. In fact, these are some of the biggest hits I've drilled in my career. They're comparable to the early days at Nova Gold, where I was a co-founder at our giant Donlin Gold Deposit, 40 million ounces today, and our giant Galore Creek Copper Gold Silver System, which is now owned by Newmont and Tech. So very exciting to, to see these, these uh, results that we're publishing today. Well, you're not alone as the market is showing some of the appreciation. The stock is already up 35% today. Mr. Johnson, walk us through some of those results, please. So what we did, Maurice, we delivered a first resource estimate on the project in spring of 2022 based on our confirmation drilling and the 54 drill holes that were historically drilled you know, by groups like Rio Tinto and Freeport. So really solid database. 
what we wanted to do this year was to build on the back of that resource estimate. So we set up to do uh, to drill to the south and to the north. And the intent of these holes was to be able to do a big test away from the existing resource and to look for vectors. Which direction was the system getting stronger? Because in these porphyry systems, they tend to have a center, sometimes more than one, and you want to know where you sit in the system. So we drilled a hole to the south, started in mineralization and went for over 900 meters of continuous porphyry mineralization. Grades a little bit lower, so it appears that that we're on the edge of the system to the south. The hole we drilled to the north of the resource model, though, hit 816 meters of continuous mineralization, getting stronger at depth, but some of the highest grade we've ever seen at La Plata in drilling. And it <laughs> kept getting stronger as it got deeper. Unfortunately, we had technical issues but it ended in multi-gram gold plus platinum and palladium along with over a percent copper. So truly spectacular numbers over that entire width and porphyry. Um, we have historic holes that are testing the same zone, not as deep, uh, that show that this is a big system that's completely open to the north, completely open uh, to the east, and at depth it's open to the, the south as well. So. Uh, these kind of numbers, just to put them in context, are comparable with some of the strongest numbers we've seen in the industry, such as Philo and, and others down in South America. Not quite as wide an interval, but we didn't get to full target depth yet. So I'm, I'm optimistic that the next holes will be able to really test the actual width of this zone. Um, and, you know, these are truly spectacular uh, intercepts that are setting La Plata uh, really apart in the industry. And especially with this southwestern u.s uh, address in terms of a low political risk location yeah these results are just fantastic now realizing these results are also are hot off the press do you have a game plan on the next steps on the la plata and when can we expect to hear some more great news yeah so as you can imagine we're working with sgs geoscience to take these updated results and put those into the, the 3d uh, resource model so we, we're getting that data over to those guys as we speak. They'll be working through the modeling. Our hope is because it's a, it's a relatively modest amount of new data that we'll be able to quickly integrate those in and get an updated resource out by mid-year uh, 2023 on, on La Plata. We would expect based on how high grade, um, particularly hole four is, that that should increase the grade of the resource and increase the total contained metal and it really sets us up to then start step out drilling from there to see, well, how big is the system and how high is the grade, especially in that higher grade, lower 500 meters intercept, um, where we were looking at over half a percent copper with very significant silver, gold, and uh, platinum group element uh, enrichment. Oh, I'm excited here. So you're, you're sharing that you're looking to have an updated resource here by this year or early next year. Is that correct? No. We're, because because it's a relatively modest amount of new data with these these two um, extensive poles, we'll be looking to get that out by mid this year in terms of resource update uh, on La Plata. And already the team is 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 got their heads down looking at where offset holes to, to continue to expand La Plata would be put. So we're already in this in advanced stages of designing the follow up drill campaign for La Plata. We would expect this to be a very exciting year. 
Well, thank you for the clarification on that. This this is exciting. (laughs) All right, let's see if it can get a little bit better here. Leaving the La Plata, please take a moment to get us up to speed on the latest developments coming from the high-grade Kino Silver Project, and in particular, any updates on the inaugural resource? Yeah, so uh, Kino uh, really has been the flagship for the company. So now now I guess we have two flagships uh, with La Plata and Kino. But uh, still, tons of value to add. So some big catalysts in the in in that district. Um, the recent acquisition uh, of Alexco uh, by Hecla. Hecla is considered one of the premier high-grade silver miners. This is now their number one asset in terms of grade, and I expect that they're going to be able to try to demonstrate that they can grow the size of production. They're looking to bring it on stream by Q3, Q4 this year. So. Um, we can see all the hiring that we're doing. We can see the progress they're making. So this is a this is a huge development for the Kino District. Metallic Minerals controls half that district to the east, to the south, and in some places internal. Uh, some of our most advanced targets are directly right next door to the mill and infrastructure uh, that that Hecla is is operating. So we're well positioned. Um, we've got five target areas that through our work over the last couple of years, we're advancing towards first resources. We've already delivered updated numbers on drilling from two of those at the western end of the district at our Formo deposit uh, and the eastern district end of the district where we have discovered bulk tonnage silver, which is brand new for, for the Kino district. We still have one more set of numbers to come from. Kino, and this is uh, in the central part of the district of Caribou. So it's nice high grade classic numbers and a potentially a bulk tonnage uh, open pit type configuration. And with those numbers, we'll then be looking to finalize the modeling and deliver a first inaugural resource of Kino Hill for metallic minerals in 2023. And that'll be in the second half of the year that we are targeting uh, for that. So this is, uh, this is an exciting time on that project as well. Oh, it's truly exciting. I, I hear the uh, shareholders in the background applauding you, sir. It's been a long road, right? We've been at this. this you know, exploration isn't a short-term uh, exercise. We always remind investors that you know, this process can create tremendous values. I mean, junior miners are one of the few areas that you can see a multiple on your investment. But it's through systematic work. You're in, you're out. Uh, we, we say to investors, you know, take your investment and consider this something that over the next two to three years, the company is going to be trying to grow resources, develop resources, grow them and de-risk them to create, you know, that 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 investment turnaround. And so really what we're, we're looking at here in terms of returns is hopefully the ability to take an investor's dollar and turn that into three, four, five or, or ten um, based on, on that work. And that's the Nova Gold model. Many of us were the early co-founders at Nova Gold, and that's what we did. We basically took existing resources or developed new ones, grew them significantly, and then de-risked them through the engineering stages to create you know, that value, taking that company from a $10 million market cap, uh, smaller than metallic minerals today, to you know over a $3 billion company over about a 10-year period. So it didn't happen overnight, and it was a lot of hard work. But we see the assets in metallic minerals as being comparable in terms of their potential uh, to those key assets we had at Donlin and Galore in Novigal. Well, uh, just a, a proven pedigree of success. I've been a shareholder, proud shareholder, I think since 2019. I don't believe I've sold a single share and you just expressed why. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, haven't, I certainly haven't sold any shares. And I'm still I'm still buying as, as is the rest of our team. Um, you know, we, we really believe in the potential. We can see we're in the right part of the cycle. 
it's been a long extended bottom compared to the cycle in 99, 2001. This one first lows were in you know, 2016, then we had another low in 2020. And now here we're just coming out of another low, for, particularly for the juniors in 2022, early 2023. So we're well positioned for, you know, seriously getting into this next commodity bull market cycle. They tend to run six to 10 years. And with us being right at that sweet spot for investment, when you're developing and growing resources, it's an ideal time for investors who are looking at the sector to take a look at metallic minerals. Absolutely. Well, sticking with the Yukon, Metallic Minerals is, is expanding its marketing footprint on the big screen as the company has just teamed up with Parker Schnabel of the Discovery Channel TV show Gold Rush. Give us some background on how this came to fruition. Yeah, no, this is this is really an interesting twist. So again, kind of a, in a harken back to the Novigold business model. At Novigold, we had a sand and gravel business that generated a million to a million and a half dollars a year. And that's what allowed us to be able to explore during that bear market part of the cycle and pick up an asset like Donovan Creek and Galore. Um, at, no, uh, here at, at Metallic Minerals, we saw an opportunity to pick up a large block, one of the largest unmined blocks in the Klondike. And, and to be able to get the permits in place and be able to demonstrate the information that this is something that uh, is is really has the best indications of being able to be similar to the large deposits that have been mined historically downstream. Uh, with that in place, um, you know we look around the industry and there's big operators, including people like Little Flake Mining with Parker Schnabel, who these guys aren't big enough to have their own exploration team, but they're very efficient operators. And so by bringing them into a project that's got room for multiple years of production, uh, and future upside in terms of being able to move on and continue upstream, we look to basically produce um, through their production a royalty for metallic minerals. Typically, this is in the 10 to 15%, much higher than a hard rock deposit. Um, and with our discussions over the last couple of years with Parker, he was winding up on his operations downstream from our holdings, looking for a large piece of ground, which are rare in the Klondike. And so we're super excited as an operator, he produced $20 million last year downstream uh, in a comparable setting to our ground. And he is going to be drilling 400 drill holes this winter. They'll be looking to start their pre-production activities in late spring and should be producing gold by June of this year with Metallic able to take advantage of that uh, production royalty. So, you know, the object here is let's scale this up. This is the first operator either expand with Parker onto additional permits or to bring in other very experienced operators. Um, so really to have an element here that can help cover our cost to run our company and start to contribute towards exploration, especially in these more challenging market periods. Now, will your team be featured on the show? This will be the property that they are mining on Gold Rush. So um, it'll be an opportunity to uh, not only uh, for us to be reporting on the news, but for the shareholders who are fans of the show to be able to see the progress. Um, and I would anticipate that Metallic will, will get highlighted in, in some fashion you know, through that process. All right, we've covered the Kino Silver Project, the La Plata. Let's got, uh, get into your alluvial projects here. What can you share with us? Well, the first one was the hallmark of what we just talked about with, with, um, with Parker Schnabel and Willow Flake Mining in the Klondike. In addition to that, um, Maurice, we are permitting the next eight and a half miles upstream from there. So we'll be working on that process. 
And in, over the last year and a half, we've basically picked up um, very large blocks in and around the Keno Hill Silver District. And you might say, well, that's a silver district, but it turns out that some of the richest blasters in the Klondike are in that Keno district. So these systems come with silver and gold and other metals. You've got Victoria Gold across the valley and other gold explorers. So it turns out that this is also a great place for that alluvial mining. So we've developed a portfolio there. We're in the process right now with taking a look at bringing operators. We've got those permitted and ready to go. So we have room for up to 10 operators producing on this ground. What's great about that is it really gives optionality for the company. One, it can be a source of funding, source of production and cash flow as we bring those on. But secondly, we can look at monetizing this, spinning out either a royalty business, which could be attractive for our investors, or even monetizing it in terms of if one of the big royalty companies wants to own this package down the road. But in the, in the meantime, we're building on the business, relatively early days, starting out with, with Parker but we'll be adding to that over the next couple of years. And um, it's pretty exciting to see this happening at this inflection point in the commodity cycle. Um, you know, with, with the looks of our timing here, we could be right place, right time on three separate assets. And I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, the timing looks great. Now, before we get into some numbers, Mr. Johnson, I understand that Metallic Minerals will be hosting a live seminar this week. Please share the details with us. That's right. So uh, there's a link in our news release. It's on our website. We'll be having a conference call to go through the Plata and highlight on the other projects. That'll be at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Go ahead and take a look at our website on that news release for that link to sign up. Uh, but we uh, anticipate being able to go through a greater level of detail than we did in the news release in terms of the opportunity and, and why we're so excited uh, about those hits at La Plata, but also to touch on the other projects as well. I, I might also add, Maurice, we're headed up to one of the biggest mining uh, conferences of the year in Toronto next week. Uh, that's the week of uh, March 4th. Uh, Metallic Minerals will not only have a booth that we'll be sharing with uh, our sister companies, Stillwater Critical Minerals and Granite Creek Copper, uh, but all three companies will have core uh, on exhibit at um, the Yukon Mining Alliance core exhibit, which is right next door to the PDAC core exhibit. And so it would be an opportunity for investors to take a look at some of these spectacular hits at La Plata, some of the spectacular hits at Kino, uh, as well as, as our sister companies, uh, which are going to have a core on display from Stillwater and the CarMax deposit. And for our audience members, if you're looking to register for the webinar, the uh, contents will be in our description box right below this video. So. You can find it right here and register. Now, leaving the project site, let's look at some numbers. Mr. Johnson, please provide the capital structure for Metallic Minerals. So we're sitting at about 150 million shares out. Um, we have no debt. We've got about two and a half million dollars in cash. We've got a significant number of warrants and options that could potentially uh, be brought in. So we're, we're actually sitting in a pretty good position here uh, for the planning and kicking off our, our programs. Of course, um, if the opportunity to raise additional capital and do an expanded program presents itself, we'll be keeping an eye on that, although we're, we're not looking to raise any additional capital you know, right at this moment. In closing, what would you like to say to shareholders? I, I, I just highlight that um, you know these numbers that we reported at La Plata really put the project on the map. Um, if you take a look at peer projects uh, out there, such as Faraday or Arizona Sonoran, um, some of the projects in South America, like Philo and, and others, you know, assets of this scale, so La Plata, 
Um, today, our sporting market cap values in excess of 100 million, 200 million, 400 million and higher. And so, you know, this is really highlighting the, the value potential for metallic minerals. I would argue that much of our current $40 million market cap uh, reflects Kano Hill and the project adjacent uh, to um, Hecla and that La Plata is really an add-on to that value. And the opportunity here with La Plata, this is a world-class system based on the footprint measured in kilometers, high grades, uh, and the intensity of the system that's open-ended. Uh, so this is a real opportunity. This is a great opportunity timing-wise, as I mentioned earlier, to be looking at our sector and high quality names today, which are tremendous value. If you're gonna be adding or starting your first positions, this is a great opportunity to, to be taking advantage of that. Last question, what did I forget to ask? I think this was very comprehensive, but I would um, invite investors who are interested to give us a call, reach out either through our info at MMG Silver uh, email or give us a call. Uh, happy to go through in more detail on any of the projects. Um, it's, it's really a, a great time to be looking, as I said, at metallic minerals and the sector more broadly. Uh, and we'd be happy to introduce you to um, our two sister companies uh, that have outstanding uh, assets that are worth looking at for battery metals, um, as well as uh, copper with uh, Granite Creek Copper. So uh, exciting time, uh, you know, for our group of companies. And yeah, we always enjoy hearing from uh, interested investors. You know, speaking of the metallic group of companies, I'd uh, be honored to have you back on the program here in the near future to just share the value proposition of each of those respectively. That would be great. I, I look forward to that. All right. Mr. Johnson, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Wishing you and Metallic Minerals the absolute best, sir. Thank you so much. Great to be back with you, uh, Maurice. Take care. Always a pleasure. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.